This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. The Toronto Raptors put up 70 in the first half and outscored the Clippers coming home to a tune of a final score of 123-99. The Raptors back in the left-hand column with a win over the Clippers. The final, 123-99. That was easy. Unexpectedly easy. As the Toronto Raptors kick off this really daunting task of this four-game Western road swing with a 123-99 victory over the Los Angeles Clippers running L.A. right off the court, improving their league-best record to 22-7 and and now 6-1 and without Kawhi Leonard in the lineup. Gareth Wheeler alongside Dwayne Watson, a late-night edition of the Tangerine Raptors basketball post-game show. If you're still awake, thanks for hanging out. If you are still awake, you can hit us up at Wheeler TSN at Dwayne Watson. I want your help picking tonight's Raptors two-for-one pizza player of the game. So that's still to come. Dwayne has some thoughts on that. I want your thoughts as well. If you don't have Twitter, you can text me at 105050 and the email is live at tsn1050.ca We're going to hear from head coach Nick Nurse. As soon as he gets behind the mic, we'll go to it live right here on TSN Radio. Wow. I mean, I mean, you heard it from Kyle Lowry just a few moments ago as Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong kind of debriefed in that post-game interview. The tempo was good, and that led to really good offensive and defensive play. Both sides of the ball tonight, Dwayne, check and check. Yeah, I mean, there's so many positives to look at when you look at this game. The box score, what you see, I mean, look, Danny Green, 4 for 7, 9 points, 5 rebounds, but a plus 34 on the night. 34! Even the guys whose stats don't jump out at you, everyone contributed in a different way, but you know, this team played, we talked about this as a entity as a whole and how the first unit, the second unit, what they're doing, moving the ball, how they're shooting the ball, shooting the three ball. A lot of things that were problems and concerns prior to going to this game, especially going to this West Coast swing. In this one game at least, especially game without Kawhi Leonard, their best player, this team showed up and delivered. Is there a stat among the impressive stats tonight, whether it be individual or team, that impresses you the most, that kind of jumps off the page for you, Watson? I'm going to give you both. Uh, 14 assists for Fred VanVleet, a career high guy who was kind of, you know, been up and down this season, but as a team, 34 assists. That's like, for me. That's the one. That's fantastic. On 50 field goals, I mean, this, this team really moved the ball. Got open looks and more importantly, knocked down the shots, which is which is so big for this team. Uh, offense is, is clicking in, and everyone is contributing. But by comparison, the league best assist per game—that's the Golden State Warriors—they average less than twenty-eight. 34 assists tonight from this Raptors team, and a lot of them were they weren't difficult shots that this team was making for once, and Nick Nurse has been speaking about this for weeks now. It's going to come where this team starts hitting open jump shots, and they rewarded good ball movement and good tempo. Now, this is not going to, I don't want to be a naysayer, but you know the assist dwindle, they drop when Kawhi's on the floor, because Kawhi tends to create his own shot. So, I'm not 
it's not a bad thing, but you got to recognize how the ball moves with them without Kawhi. Sure, Leonard. but you're you're telling me that they can't push the ball up the floor with Kawhi Leonard on the floor? Like, I, like oh, I don't get that because tonight they outscored the Clippers twenty eight to four in fast break points. Like, that's something with or without Kawhi, you can push the ball, can't you? Oh, for sure. I mean, they're knocking down shots, which is a big thing too, which the team has struggled with in the past. Right. So. It's just like with Kawhi Leonard, he's another athlete, and we've seen him push the ball up the floor. Siakam, there was at one point in tonight's game, there was five Clippers back. He ran them all yeah. to get him behind them as well. Yeah. And Lowry's passing, that has been an area where he hasn't had any problems on this year, just pushing it, making that right pass. So this is something that I think they need to apply more whenever Kawhi Leonard gets back in the team. Well, the effort level was up too. I mean, you mentioned right. Pascal moving at the you had guys hustling, you know, OG showed a lot of effort tonight, rebounding loose balls, pushing in transition, moving without the ball. All those little things add up and they make the shots easier for the teammates and easier to find these guys. And I think when those guys are working, and I don't know if they felt that, okay, we've really got to step up because Kawhi's not here, but they brought that effort and energy throughout the whole game tonight. Text coming into 10-50-50 and other people have submitted names already for okay. the player of the game. Uh, someone texting in, didn't include their name, make sure you do so next time. Can we give it to Nick Nurse? For what tonight's game meant for the head coach after losing his mother yesterday, flies back from Iowa, arrives today, and I don't know if it's one of those things, let's do it for the coach, but it certainly looked like it. Let's hear from the head coach of the Toronto Raptors right now. Here is Nick Nurse. You pushed him in the second half. You put up 33 in that third quarter. Yeah, I mean, we. I think uh, before the game we talked about our, our offense doing the work. And, and it really did. I think. I mean, our defense was really good too. But you know, it was just a whole bunch of guys hitting, hitting them from all over the place, right? Inside, outside, transition. Uh, executed our sets pretty good, and everybody, everybody got involved really. Kyle hit the first shot to start the third quarter. It, it, I don't know if that was a call for him. I imagine it was, or close to it. But uh, he, he did a nice job tonight making shots. He did. I, I, I kind of felt he was probably going to have a good game when I saw him do that little uh, shimmy two-footer under the rim that he hasn't done for a while, right? He takes it in there, and everybody's around, and the next thing you know, he's putting one up over here, and it's in, right? Some at-the-rim shots for him, and he got a little bit of everything, a couple threes, a couple layups, a couple, couple even uh, pull-up, you know, you know, um, mid-rangers. So. And uh, the stroke looked like when he let go tonight, he knew it was going in there a couple times. So that's good to see again. The other day, uh, Fred was saying that Kyle sort of been sacrificing a little bit, prioritizing maybe the passing over the scoring. Did it help to have Fred out on the floor with him, 14 assists tonight, to sort of set him up a little bit, allow him to play off the ball? Yeah, I think I think so. I think again, I think just in general, you got yeah, two guys pushing it. You know, Pascal's the third. Right, and if Pascal's pushing it with Fred, Kyle, and Danny surrounding him, there's a lot of space for Pascal to drive. And if there's not, then those guys are getting some kickouts. It's just a way to get things moving pretty quickly. And I thought even when we'd hit the paint, kick it out, they would they would stop the initial. But then we'd hit the paint again later in the possession, and we'd be pretty good. And and again, we had a nice steady. Um, consistent surge that when we needed a bucket, we could just kind of run a simple mid, and they were dropped back pretty far, and we just surges hit one after another, and that was that was nice to kind of have that to keep things ticking over. You got great play again from both of them, Surge and JV. Uh, you know, really did a good job for you tonight. Yeah, it's nice, right? It's really nice, especially a team like this. It's a little bigger. We haven't seen very many big teams lately, so it was nice, nice to have them both going. And um, again, I think they've been a really dynamic duo most of the season you know really impactful both of them and that's 
that's a pretty nice luxury to have a guy like JV as your as your come off the bench center. On, on, or sorry, on Kyle and his struggles lately, but OG's had his own struggles yeah. going on and, and, and kind of flown under the radar. He seemed to get it going tonight. He was great tonight. I, I was really happy. It's the first time in a long time that I felt like I don't want to take him out. I think I let him, I subbed him in and let him run the whole rest of the half. And uh, it was really good to be able to do that. I even asked him one time, you tired? You want to come out? And he's like, no way. All right? So, so it was good to have him playing he was I think perfect three for three in the first half and and again our defense was tremendous tonight it really was it was it was uh long possessions for them even when they scored sometimes it was we were stuff we were you know willing to live with and they were they were locked in as a as a group tonight as good as your team is, are you at all surprised by the lopsided outcome? Considering no well, you Kawhi, yeah, good you, you never expect games like this, right? I mean, you, ne- you you ever ever come into a game, you know, I'm all, every time a game like this happens, I say, man, I wasn't expecting that, right? So, hundred percent. You said that you know you felt like your mother would want you to have coached tonight. Yep. What, what was it like emotionally for you to do it? Was it okay. a little bit of escape? Was it- yeah, definitely, definitely was. Um, um, but you know it was a pretty relaxing game for for me, right? We we I, I told the team there's a million before the game. I said there's a million ways to win a basketball game. We got to find one tonight. And after the game, I said there's a million ways to win a game. That's number one. That's that's way number one to go out and jump out to an early lead and hold it the whole game. So there you go. It was a relaxing yeah. outcome. But before tonight, Clippers had one of the very best home records in the league, nine and two. But you really kind of shut them down, shut them down early. Yeah, I mean, we certainly were. Uh, this was a this was a game. I think everybody thought would be very difficult for us to win. Right? Uh, they're they're very good. They're playing great, as you mentioned, especially at home. You know, we don't have Kawhi. We 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 thought this was going to be very difficult, but we kind of lined up all those things and and were really focused and and it showed tonight. All right, thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks. Good stuff from head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse, in his post-game comments. Back in Raptors control, Gareth Wheeler alongside Dwayne Watson. I think the most important thing, other than the family personal right. stuff, uh, was about Kyle Lowry. And he went 8 of 13 tonight. And five of those shots, thankfully, came from inside the three-point arc. And guess what? He made four of them. Which begs the question, Dwayne. Why was he relying on that outside shot so much over this four-game run where he went 4 of 28 and 25 of those shots were from distance? Like, why wasn't he going to the hoop? Because that had to be the instruction of the coaching staff. So why all of a sudden tonight did he go back to what everyone has been calling for? Well, I think he, he had to. I mean, he had to switch it up. I mean, remember the journalist said to him, hey, why don't you go inside? He goes, that's a good suggestion. He, he took it to heart. I mean, <laughs> as a player, if your shot's not falling, you can get to the basket. We talked about that. We've seen him do it before. He kind of went back to being the old Kyle. And, and then once he, once he got going offensively, you could tell the rhythm was back there. And I think he was aggressive. They were looking for him. He got in transition. He did all those little things. And that's what makes the game easier. When Kyle's a threat off the dribble or from the three-point line, it opens up the floor for everyone. Right, but but it was like Captain Obvious. It's like, why oh, wasn't he question. doing it? And, and that's what was so frustrating over that stretch. It's like, what was going on in that head of his? And that's why I said, look, don't make excuses for him. He's not hurt. The right. off-courts, like, nothing sat right over the last week and a half. And honestly, if he played half as good, 
Yep. Not even as good as he did tonight. Half as good. Then the Raptors probably finished last week three of four, yep. maybe four of four. Agreed. Agreed. Like, look, that, that was the Kyle Lowry that this Raptors team needs. And if he plays like this, then this Raptors team is a legitimate NBA Finals or NBA title contender. If he doesn't, then they're nowhere near the team that they could be. It kind of speaks to what Coach Nurse said, though, in terms of having Fred in the starting lineup and getting all those assists that that way... Kyle can't be thinking about deferring because someone else is setting the table. Now, Kyle, you can kind of be that offensive guy we need so he doesn't have to get preoccupied with kind of setting up players and making assists. I mean, he had seven tonight, but he wasn't the pass-first point guard. He was more like, here's your chance. I'm going to do the work. You go score. Sure. And and tonight he was more, and he only played 32 minutes. All the starters played a, a few last minutes tonight as right. it was a blowout in the end. But he took 13 shots. Like, it's not five, it's not seven, it's not eight. He needs to be in that 12 to 18 range every night. Like, that's where you want, maybe 16, 12 to 16 at least, Dwayne, for him to hit that sweet spot where he's efficient enough that he's both a threat to pass and score. No one is going to complain if Kyle Lowry takes the second most shots in this Raptors team. No. No one at all, except for maybe him because he's trying to set up other guys. But you're right, he has to be taking the lion's share of the shots as well as setting up. You can do both. Kyle's proven that he can be a setup guy as well as score, but he can't be scared to take, you can't take five to eight shots and expect to carry this team. No and, and that's the onus on him. Yeah. He's a leader. It's his decision-making on the floor. It's not the coaching staff. It's him who's in control of that. And it's almost like he needs to have a better read. Tonight it was obvious with no Leonard what he had to do. When Kawhi Leonard comes back in, he needs to understand that he still needs to play the exact same way. And that's something we've been saying all season in terms of Kyle being more aggressive like, he has to score for this team as well because he can't rely on other guys to be the scorers when he's a better shooter when he's on than everyone else on the floor from the three-point line. So he has to take those shots, too. And also, it just makes it easier for the rest of the teammates when the defense has to put more attention on him because it, it creates more space on the floor. He wasn't just good tonight. He was great. Yes, he was. Great enough to win the two-for-one pizza player of the game. We'll name that individual the P of the G next. Watson and Wheeler with you. Raptors blow out the Clippers tonight. Win number 22 on the season. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Rebound Van Vliet. Runs it front court, kicks to DeLon Wright, tees up another three, no good. Long rebound, Van Vliet gets it. Kicked it to Siakam, into the corner. Lowry three, got it again. Cleanly splash it in the bottom of the well for Lowry. He's got 21 and he's feeling it, Jack. He made three three-point shots in a row at one juncture. Kyle Lowry snapping out of that cold streak. 21 points, just the second highest score for the Raptors tonight, but clearly the most important guy to get going in the 123-99 victory over the Clippers. Gareth Wheeler alongside Dwayne Watson. Uh, was it Lowry's shooting stroke, his decision-making? What impressed you the most about his, about his approach tonight? His confidence to take the shots. We haven't seen that a lot lately where he was looking to pass even when he had opportunities to. He wasn't scared of taking his shots. He wasn't scared of looking at shots. He, did, he had his setups too, but he was looking to shoot and shoot with confidence and rhythm. And I think that's, that's positive. That tells me that it's not physical, it's not mental. He's just back to taking the shots he needs to take and he's able to knock them down. It was a big night for a number of players. Serge Ibaka again, playing against a long athletic team, 
He was a starting center tonight, 11 of 18 for 25 points and 9 rebounds. Give him three blocks as well. He was excellent. Siakam, the way that he kind of got out on the break, he was great. 6 of 9 for 13 points. Danny Green was a plus 34. Insane. A plus Charles Oakley on tonight's ball game. And then the bench, JV from the get-go was inspired. He had 16 points. So you go down this list, six players in double digits. Fred Van Vliet, a career high, 14 assists. Like, big performances yeah. top to bottom. I, I wish you could say this was just Kyle Lowry's night, no, but exactly. it was far more than that. And I think that's, A, it's a great way to start a road trip in the Western Conference, but B, it's a, it's a good way to show that this team has the players and that this chemistry is kind of sorting itself out. I mean, I know you can talk about everyone, but DeLon Wright left the game to get stitches. 20 minutes, he had 12 points, 3 assists, 4 rebounds, and 3 steals. So everyone contributed. And we haven't seen that where no. we've had a lot of guys play well at the same time, which is promising. Now the key is for them to kind of be the consistent doing it. Well, the key three in that unit is Van Vliet, Ananobi, and Wright. Yep. Like, those three are so much better than how they've been playing. Van Vliet, go, just 5 points with those 14 assists, and the hustle across the board. I, I thought that um, he was understated good, but Ananobi gets in double digits. He hits two of three from distance. He had 12 points. DeLon Wright was knocking down three-point shots. He had 12 points, was really good pushing the ball, yeah. looked confident. Like Those three guys, I can't express this enough, Dwayne. It was such a strength of this Raptors team last year. All three of those guys need to play more like they did tonight, so it's not just Lowry. Yeah, or Kawhi. And it, right. makes, it makes it so much easier. I mean, I'm going to keep staying on the positive and not mention that C.J. Miles would be great to see if he could play at that level. But the fact that you're right, that you have O.J. Anobi, and like his ability to knock down that open three, they're going to give it to him. But if he's taking it and knocking it down, the defense has to stretch it even more. But you have all these different options to knock down the three ball, which has been a struggle for this team. And they're playing well at the same time. And hustle plays. He was yeah. hitting the floor. He had some hard fouls. Like He pushing was engaged. The, pushing the tempo, doing all those things to make it harder for the Clippers to get back in this game. I just I, I just wish that, they, that my hope is that performance can be replicated more times than not because you know what the players can do like it's it's not unrealistic to think that all three have far more to offer than what we've seen on this season and yet the Raptors still with the best record in the NBA Go for, and that's the thing so they're still sorting this out and I think once these guys continue to put these performances together collectively that makes this team even more dangerous shall we do it Let's two do for it. one pizza player of the game which direction are you going in Dwayne I'm going to go with the player who had the most important game today. Also, one of the best. I mean, there's a lot of best performances. But Kyle Lowry, uh, we talked about the shooting. 8 for, thir- eight for 13, 4 for 8 from 3 for 21 points, 7 assists. Also a plus 30 on the night. No slouch there. He's my player. No kidding. Uh, got? Aldo wants it to go to Kyle Lowry, but gives a shout-out to Fred Van Vliet. 14 assists and played great. Rodrigo says JV in the first half alone. Yeah. He's worthy of a shout. Brian saying Fred Van Vliet because he had a career high 10 assists in the first half, and he expects Kyle Lowry to play at this level. Fair. Should should I, you know, it, it, it's got to be a shared za between Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka for me. That's it. Are you I'm, cool I'm good, with that? good with that? Half and half, one, sl- one side with pepperoni, the other side with mushrooms. There you go. Is that good? Because, uh, look, Ibaka, he's had an outstanding year, um, and he keeps it going. Him and JV, I, I keep on saying this, I'm like a broken record, but the Raptors' center position is better than anyone else in this league. That tandem can beat you in so different, so many different ways, and generally so 
are bringing a level of consistency on a nightly basis. I can't. And you just said it, but Serge is playing really, really good basketball for this team this year. He's doing it. He's doing it. In, like, he's giving you the defense. He's stretching the floor. He's active. And you're right. That tandem, like, we talk about collective efforts and consistency, and you're getting it from the center position from this team. So let's call it, between our listeners, you and me, yeah. the players of the game. Well said. The players of the game brought to you by Two for One Pizza. Order the holiday wing combo, which includes a medium or large pizza, three toppings, ten wings, and two for one's new apple pie. Mm-hmm. It's starting at twenty four ninety nine. Your player of the game, as always, brought to you by Two for One Pizza. We'll go inside the round. There's locker room. Um, I'm going to try not to be in a mood over a report that was released. It's on the front page of ESPN.com from our good friend Brian Windhorst to do with the future of Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant and how that involves the Los Angeles Clippers. We'll get into that as well. We're taking to you till the bottom of the clock. It's Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Van Vliet, front court, on the dribble, far side, kick up to Ibaka, top of the lane, jumper straight through for Serge Ibaka, 66-54, Ibaka's got 14, Fred Raptors Van... lead it by 12. Van Vliet with 10 assists, Jonesy, he's done a great job as the lead guard. 10 assists in the first half, 14 overall a career night for Fred Van Vliet, at least in terms of distribution, and the Raptors run away with a 123-99 victory over the Los Angeles Clippers. Wheeler and Watson with you at Wheeler TSN, at Dwayne Watson. Uh, I was wondering how it would work out tonight with Fred Van Vliet being you know, given a spot in the starting five, especially with a long and athletic Los Angeles Clippers team. Like the Raptors are giving up some size with Van Vliet and Lowry against Shea uh, uh, Gilgis Alexander, the Canadian. Uh, Avery Bradley's not the biggest guy, but a lockdown player. Harris, Gallinari, Gortat. Like a lot of length yeah. in that starting five, but the Raptors coped with it well and really beat the team, beat the Clippers with their own team speed and execution. Yeah, exactly. And you saw some mismatches where you had Fred inside in the post on Gallinari, bigger guys, and Kyle as well. But um, it was that team defense, and I think there was a lot of one-and-done possessions that the, the Clippers had where the Raptors were able to stop them, get the rebound, and put the offense back, offensive pressure back on them. So it was a good call by Coach Nurse. So you asked Josh Bloomberg in the pregame show if you think that Fred Van Vliet has come out of or is coming out of his funk. You see him play tonight. Did he look more like the Fred Van Vliet from last season to you? Yeah, definitely. I think it was a different side than the game in Milwaukee where he scored 19 points because he was more of a facilitator, and obviously with a career high 14. I haven't seen him set up people that much, but his ability to kind of offer you different elements, whether it's shooting, defense, playmaking, that's the kind of consistency you want to see out of Fred Van Vliet. I'll take two games. Hopefully there's a couple more left of that consistency. Let's hear from right said Fred Van Vliet. Really good effort tonight. Those 14 assists a career high on the Raptors performance being solid start to finish. I mean, not surprised. I think that uh, obviously we respect them as a team. So, uh, you know, we know that that probably wasn't their best performance. And uh, they were on a tough back-to-back, probably a little tired. And that's why we try to get out, push the pace. Um, but we're capable, we're capable of showing, you know, glimpses of what we can be. And I thought that tonight, you know, we went out there and put together a good performance. Fred, kind of an all-around get-well night for everybody here. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's, uh, it's good to play well. And obviously... 
we dropped a couple and probably weren't playing our best. You know, it comes and goes, and so it's good to start your road trip off with a, with a nice win like this. And um, obviously, we got another tough game tomorrow. You mentioned the other day that Kyle's sort of been sacrificing for the team, maybe prioritizing passing over scoring sometimes. Did it feel good to? Be out there with him and return the favor a little bit, set him up and allow him to play off the ball a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, whether I uh, quite played or not, or whether I was out there, I think that he was going to have a healthy game tonight. Either way, you know, it's it's uh, like you said, it was a smaller sample size, and uh, you know, there's ups and downs to this thing. So I was just happy to see him shooting the ball, and uh, you know, when he's playing at that level, we're going to be hard to beat. Anytime a player as good as him has even a few games or they're not at their very best, people are like, oh, what's wrong, what's going on? But I guess he showed tonight there isn't much wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's just the standard that he's worked himself to be in, and that's the the up, the, the good and bad of being a great player is you're, you're held to that standard every night. So um, guys like him don't really get to have, you know, three, four bad nights, and so people start wondering what's wrong with him. But, you know, it comes and goes, and it's, it's just shooting the ball. There's nothing else. So, uh, you know, he's able to make some shots and get in the paint and get to the line and do some things that, that we've known him to do. And, and now, you know, he'll probably look to, to put some, some good performances together. I know you don't take a lot of, a lot of stock into individual stuff, but, I mean, 14 dimes, career high. As a point guard, that's got to be a little more special than some of the others. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if there's one thing that I do, do put stock into, it's probably assist and uh, just making the right play. So... Whether that's the hockey assist or the actual assist, you know, just moving the ball, being out there, getting guys shots. And tonight is probably some of the easier assists I've ever gotten um, with Serge making everything and, uh, you know, Pascal being able to score the dribble. So it's just as simple as giving guys a ball and, and letting them make me look good. Yeah, tough team, really good team. I thought that they finished the year really strong last year and they've carried that over this year, obviously, with uh, adding Tobias Harris. So having a heck of a year so uh, we know this probably wasn't their best look tonight and uh, they were on a tough back-to-back so uh, they're going to be one of the top teams in the west and obviously we have a lot of respect for them fred van vliet in his post-game comments yes the clippers were disappointing tonight they're really their bench is what they brought to the table more so than anything else and doc rivers waited till late in the third quarter to bring in boban marjanovic who ended up being their leading scorer yeah. with 18 now I, I put out there that maybe you should play him a little early I was told by a respondent, a listener, uh, to take it easy because he did it against bench players. But still, like when you got a player like that, you got to find a way to make it work a little bit more than the Clippers did, don't you? Like you got to say, who's going to stop this guy? Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, you make the choice of having a guy who can. Um get what he wants inside and also can change shots defensively. And maybe he's not the quickest, but Marcin Gortat is not the guy he was four years ago. No. Montrez Harrell's an energy guy who can get out there and transition. And I mean, like, I think when you're looking for different ways to win or get buckets or get stops, throw him in there earlier and see what happens. Yeah. They were down 30. It's like, there's nothing, you know what I mean? Like, in the first half, he comes on, slows things down a little bit in the second quarter. Yeah. You know, go a little bit more half court, execute, pound the rock down low, create some open looks on the outside. Center the, you just got it, it's, it's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and over again and it not working. Yeah. I think so you got to try stuff out. He's just a beast. And I love watching him play. And it was really the highlight of the night for the Clippers' faithful Indeed. Floyd Mayweather and company. 
company. Indeed, indeed. It was the Toronto Raptors who were money, but the Clippers, well, they're going to have some cash to spend this offseason, and Toronto Raptors fans are not going to like what Brian Windhorst of ESPN had to say in his most recent piece just put up about two hours ago on ESPN.com. We'll tell you what it's all about next. This is Sandrine Raptors Basketball, and you're listening across the TSN Radio Network. No rest for the road-weary Raptors. I should have said the road-winning Raptors. They improved their record away from home to 11-3 on the season. By comparison, second place in the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee Bucks, have only played 10 away games and are 5-5. Five and five. And the Philadelphia 76ers, third in the East, just 5-8 and eight on the season away from home. Raptors back at it tomorrow night. Well, I guess tonight now in Golden State, taking on Steph Curry, Curry and the Warriors. Wheeler and Watson with you. That away record is impressive for the Raptors, 11-3. No other team in the league has won more than eight games on the road this season. So let that be a note. No kidding. You know what I mean? And the fact that the Raptors got a lot of home cooking or light travel over the course of the remainder of the season after they get this road swing out of the way. Brian Windhorst, this is going to be a story all day tomorrow on TSN 1050. Just recently published a story documenting what we were talking about in the pregame show. The story is entitled The Clippers Bowl Plan to Land Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. They're being transparent about it. 75% of the team's games, the Raptors team's games uh, thus far this season, a Clippers employee is being out of game. So they're just, including President of Basketball Operations, uh, Lawrence Frank, they have room to add two max players, and they're targeting those two, yep. Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. And you know what? The Kawhi's kind of always been on the Clippers' radar, even before the season started, obviously, with them having that money and him maybe not wanting to play with LeBron James. But um, they're doing kind of everything they can to kind of like make make that contact, make that connection, show that they're there. I think someone alluded to being like kind of like college recruiting in terms of like, you know, kind of being at every game. You know, they're going to have something to talk about. They're always looking to talk about who is going where in the offseason. Um, but I think if I'm Kawhi watching this game at a hotel room somewhere away from the Staples Center, I'm going, hey, my team really stepped up when I wasn't there against a team that's been playing well. On the road. Right. So it's just remarkable. They clear that space. They're still competitive. They got a likable owner in Steve Ballmer. They got a head coach that they pried from somewhere else in Doc Rivers. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, based on Kevin Durant's most recent comments, if Kawhi Leonard wants to link up with him because apparently he was taken back. This whole idea that Kawhi's a systems player. Yep. And yep. Kevin Durant, he can run his mouth all he wants. Uh, I don't think KD is going to go to the Clippers. Kawhi might end up there. Like New York is calling, and one of his best friends is now with the New York Knicks and Royal Ivy. So right, I mean, you never know. I, I think obviously these guys need some talking about. But I think, listen, man. I mean, call me an optimist, but if this team is playing well, if the team goes to the NBA Finals, if the team competes in the NBA Finals. And Kawhi Leonard's, you know, kind of low-key being the guy who he is here with the pressure and attention. Right. Why leave? Uh, poll question tonight. It's to do with Danny Green. How do you take your milk? He's anti-milk bag, as we do here up north of the border. But 63% of our listeners saying that they take their milk the Canadian way in a bag, 25% in a carton way. And the people have spoken. Hey. 
Daniel in Toronto hits us up with a late night text saying milk is just better in a one gallon jug. He, in fairness, he's on Team Danny Green here. So thanks for that, Daniel. I bet he's drinking straight out the jug, too. <laughs> That's what you do after you win a big game. There you straight go. out of the jug. <laughs> Enjoy it while you're on this road swing. Come back up. We'll give you some milk bag cutting lessons. <laughs> courtesy of your good friends here at TSN 1050. And some containers. Uh, good news for the Raptors. A lot of these players got some rest, including Kawhi Leonard, as yep. they take on the Warriors tomorrow night. What are you expecting? The Warriors are going to remember what the, what the Raptors did to them in Toronto. And I mean, this team is full healthy. You got Curry, you got Draymond, you got those guys. They're going to protect home court. It's going to be a good game. Good stuff tomorrow night from the uh, Paramount Fine Food Center. Raptors 905 back in action. Check that out. And then you tune into the Raptors for some late night action. It's the Raptors all night. And of course, on NBA TV Canada, you got court surfing, you got the hangout. Wednesday is made for basketball and should be a good one tomorrow night. Thanks to Dwayne Watson, Victoria, Tyler, Natasha. Great job to all of you, by all of you tonight. Raptors win 123-99 over the Clippers on behalf of everyone here at TSN Radio. I am Gareth Wheeler. Enjoy the rest of your night, Toronto.